Good morning. In less than an hour, beer drinkers from here will join others from around the world, and you will be launching the largest beer bracket in the history of beer kind. Beer kind. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by their petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common love of beer. Perhaps it is fate today that it is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from sobriety itself. We're fighting for our right to drink, to exist, and should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not drink quietly into the night. We will not sober up without a fight. We are going to drink on. We are going to survive. Today, we celebrate Counterpints Podcast. cold man you were on like your 18th white claw and you were asking how many beers i had <laughs> wow. do not remember any of it <laughs> i know clearly <laughs> dead to the world that being said how are you <laughs> good man good <laughs> <I'm> good <laughs> oh i did buy some stoker's french bread pizzas hey hey there we go good job awesome good job i could feel the diarrhea already I'm about doing the same thing, Brian. Hey, I, we still have a ticket for you for the Cleveland game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't miss much. <laughs> no, 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 actually, actually, I was watching at home, and I was just like, we had like three series and three turnovers turned into 17 points. Like, I made a good call today. <laughs> yep, that was great. That was actually yeah. a highlight game. That was a highlight game. No, actually, it was it was a decent game. But yeah. anyway. Oh, I'm surprised none of you have talked about um, the Pats getting Cam Newton like on the group chat at all over the last couple of days. Just, we just kept that to about ourselves. That? We're just keeping uh, it to ourselves. We're just trying okay. to figure out ways to get to Tampa. You know, we're, we're yeah, we're, we're we're a team. We're all about a team. So uh, fair enough. <laughs> one player doesn't make a difference. No, he's going to be a game manager, a good one, but a game manager. False. Uh, no. I think he'll be better than a game manager. No, no, I think that's the role he's going to be in until you know he's healthy or not. If he's, if he's Cam Newton of old, Superman Cam Newton, yeah, it's a different story, but he yeah. might be injured. So, I, I all I got to say to that is look at his Instagram. If unless they've got like an actor who looks just like him and is about as big as him, he looks just fine. Now, granted, that's and, not and, a and, football and, shape, but well, Casey, you're right. Everything you see on Instagram Jesus. is 100% true and real. Eh, eh. I think so. <laughs> is that sarcasm? I think it is. It is. <laughs> but here's something to remember, Kevin. Uh, remember the name Dalton Keene. That's all I'm going to say. Dalton Keene. Remember that name. Dalton Keene. All right. Yep. There you go, man. Who's that? 
your worst nightmare. Just remember the name. And Brian, it's not that quarterback who was destroying it. Wait, that's all right. It's going to work its way out one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, were you like a backup singer for Nickelback at one point? <laughs> no, seriously, your voice. Have you ever heard your voice? And there's a Nickelback singer. <laughs> you sound exactly like the greatest insult someone's ever paid me. <laughs> Been there, done that. It does sound like you. <laughs> I'm done. Thanks, guys. It was great to be here. I'm done. <laughs> Hello, Hello, boys. It's time for the intro to the podcast. Let's go. Oh, and welcome to the Counterpoints Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. This is our 4th of July podcast and our 10th anniversary being the 10th podcast we've done. And once again, I'm joined by my hosts, Casey, Jack, Kevin. And Brian, we have our second official guest of the podcast joining this week. You know him well, the voicemail master himself, Steve. Steve, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, guys. It is a true pleasure to be here. See, we can make any listener's dream come true, leave enough voicemails, and you too will be invited on the podcast. (laughs) Steve, did you want to introduce yourself briefly um, before we dive into the meat of this podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> Good to have you on the podcast. As it's, yeah, it's uh, so I think I'm a three or four time caller, guys, and great to be here. I um, have a little connection with one of your uh, hosts, Jack, obviously, oh. but it's uh, I love what you guys are doing, and thanks for inviting me along as the number two guest. Yeah, and welcome. I believe from the beginning of the podcast, we heard that uh, you wanted to join this specific episode from the beginning. Yeah, we're finally talking about real beer. Oh, okay. That's right, listeners. Real beer. Real beer. <laughs> old school beer. <laughs> Emphasis on old. <laughs> Very old. Yes. <laughs> Very old. So, Not at Baskin Robbins tonight. <laughs> so typically in the introduction section of the podcast, you know, we do our voicemails, our, you know, initial check-in, what we've been drinking in the last week, a retraction, a news story. This is a chock-full podcast, so we're going to skip all that shit and get right into the meat of what we're doing this week. So we are doing a 16-man bracket of domestic versus import. I'm trying to think of the right word here, but, you know, pedestrian level beers, perhaps. The average thing you might find at a gas station. Yeah, these these are beers that are considered big beer for the most part. Macro. Macro. I don't want to call them trash beer in case later, you know, Miller decides to throw some hot ad money, you know? Again, we can be bought. (laughs) Again, I want to make sure we remind the listeners every episode. These are beers that serve a purpose. That's right. They do. You'll find them in your neighborhood bar, your local gas station, your neighbor's barbecue. Miller Lite is always here for you. Not sponsored by Miller Lite. So this week, we have 16 contestants in the big beer bracket, as I'm going to start calling it from now on. We start in the first round. The first eight are all domestic beers. We start with the Bud Light, one of the heavy hitters against Miller Lite. We move to Coors Light against Michelob Ultra. Then we move to PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon, against Yingling. Then Natural Light comes into play against Keystone. Then in our other eight, we have our import contestants, first starting with the Mexico division with Corona against Dos Equis, moving into, I believe, I'm going to say the European division, starting with Heineken against Amstel Light, then Stella Artois against Peroni, then finishing with the, I'm going to say countries nobody cares about, Fosters against Labatt Blue, Australian Canada, 
You've been warned. So those are our 16 contestants for this week. Are we ready to go? Let's do it. Why do we do this to ourselves? I mean, I'm excited, but why do we do this to ourselves? We do it, we do it for our listeners, Kevin. For America. For America. <laughs> That's right. We, we do it for goddamn America. Oh, boys. So to clarify a little bit for the listeners at home, every host here has actually gone out and bought every one of these 16 beers. There are a couple exceptions where, for instance, our West Coast friends could not locate Yingling. So we've had to do a couple substitutions where necessary. But for the most part, we have all of these beers in front of us or maybe to our sides and coolers. And we're going to do a live taste test for every single bracket down to our champion of the big beer bracket. And uh, listeners, if this podcast gets worse as it goes on, it's because most of these, quote, singles are all 24-ounce beers, and some of us may try to drink all of them. We'll see how it goes. My first two are 12 ounces, my friend. I'm living the dream. What, what are you, a wimp? <laughs> I had a leftover one in my garage. Uh, shout out to my garage. Oh, that's going to sound so, that's, that sounds so good. A garage-aged <laughs> Bud Light. Mm-mm. You know, it's about, it's about as much respect as the beer deserves. Actually, I have one of his garage-age Miller lights. So I'm That's right. <laughs> Brian took a couple of mine. All right, so for our first matchup, we're going to be doing Bud Light against Miller Light. As we've done in past brackets, we will go host by host. They get a vote, and whichever beer gets more votes moves on. So, boys, open your Bud Light and open your Miller Light. Take a taste, and let's talk about which one's better. Oh, Oh, that mixture does not go well. Do not try and dump a little each in your mouth, boys. (laughs) Bad idea. Bad idea. It's a a Beechwood-aged Pilsner is what it is. Mm. Notes of uh, bread and toffee. Notes of booze. Notes notes of beer and rice. Okay. All right, boys. So Bud Light against Miller Light. Let's start with Steve. Hey, yeah. Uh, Hey, guys. Um, So I'm going to go with the uh, Miller Light. I've heard Uh, you like those. Yeah, smoother tastes. I'm not a big fan of the Anheuser-Busch family of beers, so I'm a Miller Lite. Right, we got one for Miller. Let's hear from Casey. Yeah. So, St. Louis versus Milwaukee. Okay. Neither. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> again, we're coming back to this whole state thing. It just it runs as, deep. As always. I mean, here's the reality. I think a lot of people like Bud Light just because it's easy to drink and it tastes like water and it's great to shotgun. It's great for drinking games like beer pong or flip cup or rage cage, whatever you do in high school, but I don't taste very good. So for that, I'm going Miller. Okay. With the implication that Miller does taste good. No, just it doesn't <laughs> taste like water. Oh, okay. There you go. Let's go to Kevin next. Yeah, this one's uh, this one should be easy. You know, my uh, love for Miller Lite, I think, has been discussed uh, at least during last week's pod. So I'm going to go Miller Lite. Uh, the Beachwood aged Bud Light, it's not terrible, but Miller Lite just has more flavor. All right, that's three for Miller Lite so far. Maybe it's going to be a sweep. Let's hear from Brian. Hmm. I don't know. This is tough. I'm going to say there's maybe just a little bit extra on the finish with the Bud Light, but I feel like Miller Lite was smoother through and through. So I'm going to move Miller Lite on. Fair enough. I'll go next. You know, I I obviously gave both beers a shot. They're relatively similar, but I'd say the main difference kind of, I haven't done this before. I really had them side by side and really thought about it in kind of in a concentrated way. Bud Light, I think, has a little bit of a sweet kind of edge to it that the Miller does not have. Uh, In in a a way, it kind of makes it taste like a it's a little more of a sickening kind of edge to it when compared to the Miller. I do think the Miller has a little bit of a cleaner taste, which I think is kind of what you're looking for with this kind of beer. So side by side, I'm going to give it to Miller myself. 
And for the last vote, let's go to Jack. Bud Light's trash. Miller Light wins. Boom. So that's a 6-0 sweep to start off the bracket. Anheuser-Busch, you need to try harder because Bud Light just got destroyed. So that'll move us on to Coors Light against Michelob Ultra. I would argue maybe two of the more watery beers on the domestic bracket, but maybe that's just me. Hang on a second, Matt. Are we going to give ourselves time to finish these beers off? Remember, you need to have them ready for the follow-up rounds. Fair enough. All right, everybody, grab the Bud Light. Time to chug it down. <laughs> chug, Brian. Go ahead and chug. Chug, yeah, chug, finish, chug, chug. Yeah, finish them off. <laughs> that's what you do. The, the loser of every round, you chug the beer. Well, that's true. Yeah, the, the Bud you can get rid of because the Bud you won't need again. That's a good point. I will drink a little more of this Bud. Now, that's refreshing. All right, let's get a can crack. Into the dump bucket. <laughs> into the dump bucket. Yes, for the listeners, uh, Kevin does have a dump bucket that some of the beers are being dumped into. Back in college, I was known as the dump bucket, so that's where my beer is going. Oh, it was beer that was dumped into you? Sure. All right, now we try. Okay, so I, I'm old enough to uh, remember when Coors the Can came out with yep. the two uh, push-button tops. <laughs> it's still garbage. <laughs> Coors has not changed over the years. No, it hasn't. And I can't stand uh, Anheuser-Busch, but the natural will be better. Oh, sorry. We're not voting yet, but I'm just throwing that. (laughs) All right. Have the the host try both beers. Natural's not a part of this. Natural's not a part of this. This is Mick Ultra. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's probably not wrong. That's not wrong. Okay. Now that we've had a second to try Coors Light against Michelob Ultra, I'll start this one off. Again, you know, two relatively similar beers. I would like to say they both of them have, I think, less taste than the Bud Light and Miller Lights we just had prior. Between the two, again, it's kind of the same for me. And the Michelob Ultra has a little, little edge of something sweet to it to me compared to the Coors. The Coors just tastes like water. It, it's so tasteless. So to be honest, in this case, the sweetness actually, I think, works out for Michelob Ultra. It gives it a little bit of flavor, just enough to edge it over Coors. It's not a happy victory for me. They both suck. So let's move on to Jack. I'm right there with you, Matt. I am going with Mick Ultra. There's something about it, too, with all those commercials, with all the people working out that just make you feel like you're, you know, drinking a beer that's a little bit healthier for you. So uh, I'll go with Mick Ultra. <laughs> I feel like I just got back from the gym. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> all right, Kevin, what's your opinion? Uh, so I actually think Michelob Ultra is relatively flavorless. Uh, Coors Light has more flavor, but the flavor that's there is not good. <laughs> so I can't I can't vote for Coors on this. This is a uh, a neutral beer and a shitty tasting beer. So Michelob Ultra for me. That's fair. If it's neutral against bad, I probably would take neutral. So so far we are three into the Mick Ultra camp. Let's hear from Brian. Mm, again, another tough tough round here because they're both. Kind of tastes similar, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think the Mick Ultra is a little sweeter on the finish there, a little smoother mm-hmm. versus Coors, which is just, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give a shout out to my good friend, Mama E, who loves drinking Mick Alts. She drinks them by the caseload. <laughs> I feel like throw back 10 of these, not even feeling it. It's so light. Holy crap. Let's go to Steve next. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Mick Ultra as well. I'm not a big Anheuser-Busch fan, but uh, the Coors Light is really, really bad. <laughs> so I'll go with Mick Ultra. <laughs> I, think, I think one thing we need to do at the end of this podcast is think about what was the worst beer we had. So far, Coors, I think, is taken. All right, Casey, for the sixth vote, we have a 5-0 Mick Ultra lead. What do you think? 
Yeah, so I think there's a, a couple unique things about these beers. And I think the biggest one, though, for me is that my Coors Light's going to be a hell of a lot more fresh than your guys' is. Mm-hmm. Um, just living in the state of Colorado. It's brewed literally 30 minutes away from here. So I think that gives a little bit of a favor that way for me. I do like Mick Ultras. They're easy to drink. I love the fact that they're only like 95 calories or something like that. So if you're on like the health kick, like some of us are, except for now, because we're in 4th of July holiday and you got barbecues and things like that. Beer, uh, we're also doing a beer podcast. So <laughs> it's a little bit harder. You know, for um, health. Yeah, you can go with that route. <laughs> that being said, though, there is nothing better than the Born in the Rockies, fresh, cold, snow melt water that's used to brew this unlike any of these other breweries that we're going to taste this is legit water this is the most healthy water you can have colorado's brewing is so much higher uh, in their standards than any of these other places like st louis or milwaukee that brew these ultra large breweries and and beer so for that i go with coors they're eco-friendly they are it tastes better i think i don't know what you guys are talking about with the it doesn't taste like anything. Again, it could just be that my beer is a lot more fresh than your guys's, and you can't beat Rocky Mountain water. Sorry. Hey, Casey, when we were in Colorado last year for the Great American Beer Fest, shout out to Real Beer, by the way. Um, Boom. We went to Miller Coors, to the Coors Brewing, right? Mm-hmm. We had the freshest beer they could possibly make, and I had a Coors Light that was as fresh as it could be, and it was still... <laughs> disgusting <laughs> it's still trash <laughs> i'm sorry now the course banquet that you can get there great but the course yeah, i mean course uh, banquet's uh, my favorite uh, but about to you, say, you're I, telling me course isn't as good as bud light or miller light or I, I, I have been to both the bud light the budweiser and the course facilities and i've had all of well, i've had the budweiser the bud light the course and the course Light, all fresh from the source and yeah casey course, we course can, banquet wins <laughs> We can all tell you Miller yeah, Light is much better than Coors Light. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar. Yeah. And the only I, thing higher is the fact that your elevation is a mile high, but that's about it. it it's a sucky beer. <laughs> yep, I agree. Of the big three between like Coors, Bud, Miller, I would put it at the bottom of three. But my now, real question to you, wow. Casey, is are you done with that soapbox? I want to go put it away. <laughs> <laughs> that was some extraordinary Colorado bias there. Wow. We- yeah. Oof, that hurt to listen to. Casey, would you actually argue that if you drank a Coors Light in Denver, it would taste different than a Coors Light I got in, like, let's say, Pennsylvania? Yes. And what's cool about the brewery itself, too, and I don't know if Kevin touched on this, they can actually brew it at a higher ABV at the brewery than they can well, with what they sell. So his Coors Light was probably a higher ABV than he would have gotten a Coors Light from even a bar or a packy here in Colorado. So... But that's kind of the case anywhere you go in the United States. Any brewery can, if they serve it on site, they can brew it at a higher ABV. Don't get me wrong. The Coors Light in the brewery was better than a Coors Light that I have here, but it's still... It it has a ceiling. (laughs) And it's a low one. I I don't disagree. Listen, this is all water to me, but I'm just saying it's it's brewed with fresh water, unlike Miller and... But so it, it will be water shortly when it passes out of me, and then it will be still probably better than the original course light. Hey, now I wanted to take a very quick side tangent here. Uh, I think a few of the hosts brought a couple wild card beers into this bracket to uh, maybe shout out some local favorites. In this case, I believe Kevin brought a can of Coors Banquet. Uh, Kevin, did you want to take a second to talk about 
if you like Coors Banquet better or worse than Coors Light? I mean, I don't have it open and ready in front of me, so I can't taste it live on the pod, but I have had a fair amount of it. Most recently, a, a case of it, we were playing a Pokemon drinking game, which um, <gasps> shout out to a fellow gamer, Ryan. I don't know if he's a friend of the pod, but he, oh, he, he nearly died that night. Pod. Oh, he's a friend of the pod? Oh, right, dare good you. for you, Ryan. He, he nearly died that night, and I do feel bad. Uh, he's a great guy. And I remember carrying him through the streets of Boston during SantaCon 2018. That was, mm-hmm. uh, that was a fun night. But the course banquet, Hell solid beer, solid beer. I remember liking it when I went to the factory. Was it a fun night? It was a fun <laughs> night. It was, it was a bad morning. It was it a fun night. Somehow it always is. All right. We were, sing, we were singing the, we were singing the cocaine song in the air and the Uber on the way to the first bar. It was a bad night. We were we were yelled at because we were singing Christmas carols while rampaging through the streets of Boston dressed as Santas. I don't think listeners are going to know and yelled at us. <laughs> All I remember is we sat down for a casual pie to watch some football and eat pizza and drink PBR. And the next thing you know, it's the next day. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny, what's funny is that happened to everyone. <laughs> Wait, no, it didn't. <laughs> I remember most of that night. All those scorpion bowls still did not penetrate my memory. Shout out to Hong Kong in Harvard Square. Great fried rice, even better drinks. Um, All right, so we're going to move on to the third round. We have, in my mind, maybe two of my favorites in this bracket. Pabst Blue Ribbon against Yingling's Lager. So drag them out of your bags, boys, and let's go. I can't believe I'm drinking this, but it could be good. Could be. Again, why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> I ask myself that every pod. Adrian, I was like, your podcast just—you always feel like shit at it. So I came into—I came into this thinking Absolute Ribbon was going to be a strong contestant. Let's see if I hold no. up. This is like—I had to go Rolling Rock because I couldn't get Yingling. So I—I I can't believe you rock. think that, Matt. That is <laughs> deplorable. Nope, oh, still good. Still good. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Which one? So bad. Rolling Rock. Oh, Rolling Rock is trash. Rolling All of it is bad. bad. What are we talking about? Rolling Rock is bad by domestic beer oh, states. I had I had maybe a half a mouthful and dumping the rest. <laughs> <laughs> give, it a, give, it a, give it a gargle. Oh my god. <laughs> this is bad. I'll probably I might throw up. Oh fuck, it's so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> Which one's bad, Jack? Are you all, all of it? Both of them. PBR is all right. Oh. Mm, Yingling, a uh, malty aroma, <laughs> light mouth feel, crushable. These will all go in my untapped notes. You cannot check these in on untapped. I'm going to. You can't stop me. I think I'm going to too, and they're all just going to be like zeros. That's fair. That's fair. At least you have some standards. It will drag your average down. Could care less. Okay, I got my answer. It was easy. I can't do this rolling rock. Oh, God. Rolling rocks will be bad. Let's record it. Let's record it. Yeah. Rolling rock was, I always remember my dad when, I don't know, there's a great story to tell on the podcast, but when I was a younger, young kid, be at my uh, grandpa's house up in, you know, in Connecticut here, he would let me take like a sip of his beer once in a while and they would always drink rolling rocks. I think it's what my grandfather used to love. You love rolling rocks because. I think old people didn't know what the actual beer tasted like at the time, which I, I get. So they used to just put down all these rolling rocks. And I remember being a kid and be like, oh, you know, what does that taste like? I want to try it. And my dad let me take a sip of it. And I was like, oh, it's gross. I'm never going to drink beer. And then I later realized, no, that was just rolling rock. Yeah, the first alcohol I ever had was actually red wine. First alcohol I ever had was Everclear. 
<laughs> that oh makes God. so much that sense. That explains oh, a lot, Brian. Wine, wine oh for the Californian God. and grain alcohol for the guy from Ohio. This is just stereotypes <laughs> write themselves. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, so was, now, a, it, was, it was a wine. It was a wine from Napa. It was a Cabernet. It was very good. You know, uh, nice mm, bouquet. Did, did, and, did, I did. So at, and, and I thought so at the tender age of 11. Too. Yeah, you were 11 and your pinky up. Mm, you know, the, the floral notes are exquisite. It, it was a nice Everclear right from a friend's garage. <laughs> it was, it was, mm, it's got notes of antifreeze and gasoline. <laughs> and a bit of bathtub alcohol. <sighs> As a 14-year-old, I was sold on it. I, uh, in, in, high, in high school, I had a friend of mine who's him and his dad used to make moonshine. He was from Mississippi, and that was one of my first real introductions to alcohol. Yikes. Yikes. So we're going to go host by host. We have PBR and Yingling on the table. Let's first start with Brian. PBR, let's keep this moving. All right, easy one for Brian. We got PBR, one vote. Let's move on to Casey. Yeah, you can't get Yingling, I believe, west of the Mississippi. So <laughs> Kevin and I are screwed with that. But honestly, I'm not upset about it. Okay? Let me ask, have you had it? I have had it. Okay. I would be better off peeing into a glass and drinking that instead of Yingling. Oof. Oof. I could say the same thing about Pabst Blue Ribbon, though, as well. <laughs> um, though, that being said, so I figured since I can't get that Pennsylvania beer, I got another one. <laughs> and again, I come back to the state of Pennsylvania. Like, what the fuck do you have going on? That's true. And you, I, I just don't understand it. This is shit. This beer, is Which beer are you holding is, up to the camera? Uh, yeah, I should probably uh, <laughs> Rolling Rock. It sucks a lot. And they say, oh, you get one extra ounce because this is a 25-fluid ounce can instead of a 24 <laughs> like all these other ones. What if I don't want it? You'd be better off giving me negative 25 <laughs> ounces of this shit. Um, so I took one sip. Can't do it. It's disgusting. So I guess what I'm left with is uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. I don't like Paps. Uh, yeah, they won an award, I think, in, what, 1893? They won and a Blue Ribbon. Living, yeah, in 1893. How many ribbons has Coors Light in the glory days since 1893. It's right here. It hasn't gotten any better since then. And everything has surpassed it. So I guess I'll move it along because I just can't stand Yingling. I just <laughs> can't. So Pabst moves on. It'll probably get passed in the next round, but whatever. It'll get Pabst in the next round. No. All right. Um, so <laughs> we'll move on to Kevin. So I'm going to dogpile on with exactly what Casey said. I could not get Yingling out West. Um, I've had Yingling. I've lived in the East coast. It's uh, it's, to be honest, it's actually a decent beer, but Pabst actually is going. actually better. But I would like to use this time to talk about how bad Rolling Rock is. So that's <laughs> yes, my substitute please. for, for uh, Yingling. And the, the floor goes to Kevin. Yingling. But again, to Casey's point, one extra ounce. I didn't even want the first 24 ounces. Agreed. This is, totally agreed. This is awful, <laughs> awful, awful beer. You know, this is going down right now. I'm going to say it. I have, we are only a quarter of the way through the bracket. This is the worst beer of the cast right now. And I will tell <laughs> you that it's going to stand for the rest of the goddamn bracket. This is so bad. I agree. I'll back yeah, you up on that. Rolling Rock is garbage to an extraordinary degree. All right. So that brings us four PBR votes, I believe. Or was that three? I'm already drunk. Let's move on to Jack. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to correct you. Yingling is the worst beer that we've had so far. Really? Absolute sewer water. PBR wins this. All right, Steve. Would you care to corroborate that answer? 
Well, there's a reason you can't get Yingling west of the Mississippi. (laughs) We really wish you couldn't get it east of the Mississippi. Um, Yeah, this this was an interesting one. Um, So let me just say that Yingling is like swamp water. I mean, it's 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 pretty bad. But that being said, Pabst Blue Ribbon is pelican piss, and it's been pelican piss for. 50 plus years. I don't understand the popularity of it, but given it's up against Yingling, I'll go with the Pelican Piss and Paps. I that's agree. A, that's a word winning Pelican Piss. That. We're going go to use that phrase, by the way. Pelican Piss is going to live on in this podcast. <laughs> live on. Brian, take it away. What's your opinion? I already gave my opinion. I said, Paps, keep it moving. Matt, oh, I'm sorry. You, oh, I so, oh, I was, oh, he was so <laughs> he, said, he was so fast, I forgot he even spoke. He was, he was just like, boom. All right. Cut. <laughs> All right. So I, I, uh, you can't cut that out. You can't cut that out. Okay. Yeah. It's like you're forgetting Jack's here. You cannot cut that out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, hey, Jack's here, by the way. Yeah. It's happening again. <laughs> Wait, has Jack given his opinion? <laughs> is Jack here? All right. So if this falls down to me, this is an easy one for me. PBR is a clear winner. It was having tried them side by side, I found the blue ribbon was much smoother. It had like a more pleasant kind of little, you know, maltier flavor. I thought it was good. I honestly think it's my favorite beer so far. I'm sorry for the rest of the podcast. I love PBR. I think it's going to have a hard time getting beat for me in this bracket, to be honest. Yingling, I think, is getting disparaged more than it should. But I will admit, I would have come in kind of strong in Yingling. But after having this Yingling, mm, I'm a little more lukewarm on it than I thought it was going to be. So PBR will move on for me as well. So with that, PBR will advance past the first round, and England is left behind with Coors Light and Bud Light. Ba-bang. All right, so that'll bring us on to our fourth round and final of the first four. It is Natural Light against Keystone. I think maybe two of the worst beers here. So I'm curious to try them side by side. So my Paps Blue Ribbon goes back in the container, and Yingling joins the loser circles of beer that I might take a sip from throughout the podcast. Ugh. All I can say is thank God for craft beer. Oh my God! Right? This makes this makes, this, this this really like gives you an insight into what existed before. God, I, I, I miss breweries so bad. <laughs> Guys, I need a real beer. Somebody help! Well, Just I bought me, some real beers. Factories. <laughs> Not good. Ooh, these are both bad ones. You guys remember these? This word is catastrophe. Do you remember the Keystone advertising bit? Keith Stone? Oh, yeah. Stone. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that looks like a man who beats his wife, obviously. <laughs> well, you got a bad news, buddy. <laughs> a future criminal case. The thing I remember domestic violence arrest. Now, the thing I remember from Keystone is that they there was a lawsuit between them and Stone Brewing like a year or so ago. Like I can't remember who was suing who. I think it was Stone suing Keystone because Keystone was referring their beers as stones. I I don't know what happened to that lawsuit. I should go look that up. I thought it was kind of interesting. I'm like, I'm like, who even remotely compares those two beers? 
Well, I mean, in a similar vein, um, at one point, Ferrari tried to name a car the F-150, <laughs> and, and Ford sued their Italian dicks off for obvious reasons. And what large but a lot of that stems from back in the day when Ford tried to buy Ferrari. Did you watch, by the way, Ford v. Ferrari? That movie is amazing. It's very good. I watched it on the plane Same. home from North Carolina. Same. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch it. I watched it on a plane, but yeah, yeah, very good. But still, the a lot of that stems from the fact that Ford went to Ferrari when Ferrari was decimated to try and buy them. And then they did a, just like the movie portrays, they did a real quick, like last second deal with uh, Fiat and Fiat bought them, but allowed Ferrari to maintain his like ownership and basically right. all this say. So Ford has a, I think a bitter taste thank, in their mouth. So they're always going to try and fucking sue him. Thank God for the Texan Carol Shelby. Dude, what a great movie that is. Yeah, that if you haven't a- seen it, honestly, go see it. It's yeah, awesome. It's, it's, it's really, it's really awesome. good. The fact that it didn't win Best Picture blows my mind. Is it on Netflix or something? It's on HBO. HBO. Yeah, Yeah, HBO. Okay. Uh, Matt Damon, Christian uh, Christian Bale. Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt Damon is... um, Race? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now that we've had a sec with the beers, again, natural light against Keystone. Let's start with Kevin. What's your opinion? So I could not find Keystone to save my life. Darn. Out here. I know. I missed out. So I got Ice House instead, and I'm going to judge this based on my memory of Keystone, but I'm also going to talk about Ice House in case the listeners think we left out some of the key beers here. So right off the bat, Natty Light actually kind of tastes like a white trash version of Michelob Ultra. If Michelob Ultra is for the young professionals who just got back from the gym and wants to have a light beer, Natty Light's for the person who just got back from the tractor pull and wants to have a nice light beer. <laughs> and you know what? It tastes okay. It's not bad. I'm going to give the vote to Natty Light because Keystone is just garbage. Speaking of garbage, Ice House. I understand why we left it off this bracket because it is terrible. It's one of those beers. It's like Coors Light. It has a taste and it doesn't taste good. So <laughs> it's going straight to the dump bucket. I think that's on the can, actually. It has a taste and it's not good. Ice house on the can, on, on the can it's it's ice brewed for a bolder taste but bold is not the word I'd use <laughs> bold huh it's it's some kind of bold I guess all right so that's gonna be one vote for Natty Light let's move on to Casey so Kevin I do like a good tractor pull <laughs> first Been of all how dare going to him since I was a kid my my dad's side of the family is from Idaho so they're a very very a popular event but I I agree with you <laughs> Natty Light is like perfect for that. But for me, they both suck. Okay, mm-hmm. both of these, I can't really taste the difference between the two, to be completely honest with you. And Keystone, not to get it confused with the very popular ski resort here in Colorado. And I feel like the beer does it a disservice for that. Natty Light has some great seltzers. I know that's not part of this bracket, but they've got <laughs> some phenomenal seltzers. So if you're looking for a good seltzer, try the Natty Light one. I know it's kind of uh, scary to say, oh, Natty Light seltzers, but try it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Kevin, Casey though. clearly has been bought, by the way. <laughs> How have I been bought? <laughs> have you tried natural light seltzers? Coming soon. Just, I hate both, but if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with pick the one. Natty Light. All right. So that brings the two in Natty Light's favor. Let's move on to Jack. Going into this, I thought I was going to go with natural light. It's uh, the typical college beer. But having had Keystone Light again... I am going with Keystone. I think it actually has a little bit of a taste. Natural light just tastes like nothing. It just is. I understand why college kids drink it. It tastes like nothing. So I'm going to go with Keystone light on this one. All right. I think it might be one of our first dissenting opinions thus far. (laughs) 
So, Brian, take it away. It's funny, Kevin, you said tractor pull because being from the Midwest, that was a common occurrence. And in college, everybody drank natural light, good old Natty Light. Whew. All you had to do was show up anywhere with a 30 rack of Natty Light, which you could buy for about $11, $12, and you were in business. And they had some great commercials, the Natter days, they always cracked me up. That said, on the back-to-back here, Natty tasted just how I expected it to, but Keystone, which I never really had much of, was more flavorful. So I'm going to give it to Keystone. I agree with Jack on this one. All right, that's 2-2. Let's take it to Steve. Yeah, I must say, um, neither of them I would give the time of day to, but (laughs) out of the two of them, I, I go with Keystone. It's got a little bit more flavor, not much, but... You know, if I was down to my last few dollars, I think I'd uh, Keystone would do it for me. So that brings us three Keystone's favorite, two Natural Light. So as the final vote here, uh, going between the two, they're both relatively tasteless. I, I'm kind of surprised about these opinions that they think Keystone has a taste. I'm not getting anything from it. In fact, it's like I a second little, that. I don't get second any taste. That. It's just, it's so watery. It's a, among the water, the most watery we've had so far. Natural Light That's, has a little bit of a taste. It's barely any, but it's a, a, a little edge over Keystone. To be honest, it's going to cause a tie, but I think Natural Light's better than Keystone. <laughs> I, and I agree with you. Like that's why I compared the uh, the natural light but to make them both. They, they taste very similar, but one tastes a little bit better, brewed, more refined. And that's about it. That's the tractor pull. If I was going to go maybe pure bulk here, maybe Keystone would be a little easier to slam a bunch of. But like, if I'm just like, hey, I'm going to have one versus the other, I'd probably take the natty here. See, I'm going the opposite there, Matt. Like if I want to slam a bunch, as you have seen when we have played, again, going to reference in the Pokemon drinking game, <laughs> I'm always showing up with like a 12 rack of Natty because it's just easy to slam. That's why I always win. But <laughs> if I'm choosing between the two and you said have a beer, you got to drink a beer, drink either this or that, I would drink Keystone. Audience, I'll put a I'll put a link to the uh, Pokemon drinking game image files so you too could play it at home. Brian, I think you've you've proven though that you don't necessarily need to have Natty to slam a, a bunch of beers, as we found out last week and in the inaugural episode when you killed like eight sweet baby Jesuses from Duke. So you know, <laughs> I, Shout out to years, you, you find I just don't understand how we can have a flavor a profile from these. How is there a flavor <laughs> profile? You know, it's a weak one, but I just I'm finding there's a little more taste than Natty. This is this yeah. is this is a crap. Pod. This is a craft beer pod. We're about trying to taste things critically. And I'm like, it's our, I'm trying to hold it on. You're still going to try. You know, it's like taking a magnifying glass and looking for like that one little crumb of flavor in the beer. There's barely any, but it's just like, yeah, there's a little. Let bit. me take a sip of my Natty Light and Keystone right here. That's a glass of water he's holding up. I think he's being sarcastic. Oh, it's the same. It's the oh, exact no, no, same. To, oh, to be okay. fair, but one, one of those tastes like buffalo piss. And <laughs> that wasn't a glass of water. Actually, that was Coors poured in a cup. <laughs> that was straight vodka. <laughs> the ultimate it was, beer. It was, it was Everclear. Yeah, Everclear. There you go. So, boys, we've come to a three-on-three tie between Natural Light and Keystone. And I believe we've discussed a methodology with which to test and come to a tiebreaker. So... On Jack and Steve's end, we've actually got a couple more people. They have not officially joined the podcast, but they are on standby. Jack, would you like to explain a little bit? Yes. we. It is the 4th of July, so that we have a gathering of people here, and we have had them sample these beers and give their unbiased opinions on them. So we do have the uh, tie break for this one. All right. I'm ready to hear it when they're ready. They've made their decision. The winner that will be moving on to the next round will be Keystone Light. Oh, ho, ho. 
All right. Keystone goes the four, three win contentious. I still think there's some bias there. They're all related. So <laughs> absolutely no bias. no bias at all. There's no bias whatsoever. They're just it's pure beer drinkers. That's right. Bias towards quality beer. <laughs> That's right. I wouldn't go that far, but Said no one ever <laughs> tasting this beer. I wouldn't go that far. And with that, we finished the first round of the domestics. And so what the way we're going to be doing this audience is instead of then going over to the import beers and starting that bracket, we're actually going to finish this half of the bracket first. So the beers remain relatively, I'm going to put this in air quotes, fresh in the cans instead of letting them go flat. Don't worry. We've learned lessons from the Taco Bell episode. So to do a quick recap, Miller Lite beat Bud Light. Michelob Ultra triumphed over Coors Light. We had Paps Blue Ribbon winning over Yingling. And finally, Keystone with a narrow victory over Natural Light. So our first matchup will be Miller Light against Michelob Ultra. So contestants at your mark, take another sip of each, and let's talk about it. Whew. I'm going to have to have like a, a course banquet to chase all these other foreign beers coming up on the next half. Of this yeah, I should, I, should, I should get like a good beer next to me to like chase beers with. <laughs> all right. So once again, we're doing Miller Lite against Michelob Ultra. I'm going to start this one off. Um, they're kind of two different beers in a way. I feel like the Michelob Ultra is a little bit lighter. And again, it's got like a little tiny edge of sweetness I find to it. Uh, a little smoother, but I find... For a beer, I kind of like the – it's a little bit of a cleaner, more beer-like taste to the Miller Lite. Uh, I'd say between the two, my initial impression was, yeah, I'd take a Miller Lite over a, a Mick Ultra. But I will say this. Mick Ultra is better than I thought it was going to be, and my opinion on it has improved quite a bit. So let's move on to Jack. I'm a Mick Ultra fan, but I agree with Matt. I think Miller Lite has kind of a crispness to it that I do enjoy, so Miller Lite moves on. All right, that's two votes Miller. Let's go to Brian. Based on both your comments, I had to just taste Miller again. <laughs> I'm still going with Mick. Mick Ultra. Hey, there's a vote for Mick. I don't, it's, it's not bad, honestly. It's pretty good. And I know it's going against the grain here, but just between the two, I just feel like it's slightly more, again, air quotes, a flavorful. <laughs> Miller was not a clear winner for me. I had to think about it for a minute. It was it was close, but I'm going to give a slight edge to Mickle in this one. Again, Brian does Brian does live a very active lifestyle. That's true. So I, think he I, fits I can see Brian drinking the demographic. Yeah, exactly. I think he's been in one of the commercials. Let's move to Steve. What do you think? Well, it's not fruity. It's not sherbet. It's not <laughs> citrus. So traditional beers. It wins hands down. Going up against imports and, you know, IPAs, it has no chance. But as a traditional beer, it's not even close. What's the vote? The vote is Miller Lite, obviously. <laughs> no surprise well there. Well done at keeping us on our, our toes here. An answer so obvious it didn't even need to be said. And it's it's all because Kevin introduced it to me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kevin. Glad I can help, Steve. All right, that's three, I'll, Miller. I'll, I'll, I'm going to piggyback on that and just go ahead yeah, and give it to Miller here. Uh, Ooh, Ultra ha- has no flavor. Uh, Miller Lite actually has quite a bit of flavor, in my opinion, so Miller Lite. Quite a bit of flavor. Wow. Some bold statements being made. Casey, four to one, Miller's favor. What do you think? Yeah, so I do like Michelob Ultra and the 95 calories thing, and it's easy to drink, uh, especially like for us. We're watching our weight. But I'm going to go with the the company that's owned by the other company. 
not to be mentioned here in Colorado. Oh, that's Miller. They're <laughs> part of the uh, Molson Coors company now. So yeah, and I, I think it's funny how it used to be Miller Coors. Yep. And then Molson bottom, and they dropped Miller, but kept Coors because Coors is so much better and more iconic than Miller. So I just find that to be interesting. But I'm going to go with Miller on this one. I'm shaking my head. So I'd like to point out too, by the way. So uh, Michelob Ultra is what 95 calories for a 12 ounce can. Miller Lights 96 calories for a 12 ounce can. I'd rather oh. have one more calorie and a lot more flavor. There you go. All right, ladies, who's counting calories when they drink beers? For God's <laughs> sakes, I'm gonna back up on that. I didn't know the calorie count of either one of those. I'm just like, all right, let's pound a few dozen. Oh my God, did, uh, Jenny, did Jenny Craig say it's okay to have this beer? Jesus, how many, ladies. How, how many Weight Watchers points is this? Hey, Matt, how are you doing on your progress towards the fat bet? Why don't you come over here and find out? So with that, we have a 5-1 to one victory. Miller Lite taking the clear win over Michelob Ultra. I think it's a little bit of a shame. I think Michelob also puts up a good fight here. But Miller will move to the final two of the domestic bracket. And with that, we'll move on to the second matchup. Pabst Blue Ribbon against Keystone. How do your markets set go? This one, I don't think, I'm going to be honest, I, I didn't even taste this for this one. This is an easy one. Not hard. Not hard. But I will taste it. It's not it's as clear. It's not as clear of a difference as maybe as I would have thought. Well, one of these is a light beer. One of these is a more full-bodied beer, so it should be pretty clear. You wouldn't call PBR light? No. Nope. Uh, I wouldn't. No, it's not as light as Keystone. All right. And once again, PBR against Keystone light. Let's start with Steve. Shit. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I'm still here. Funny story. <laughs> no. Weren't really paying attention there. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pabst Blue Ribbon against Keystone itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. (laughs) Yeah, so I had enough of Pabst Blue Ribbon on my first couple of tastes. (laughs) Uh, I still don't understand how it got in there. I'm sure somebody figured out that it was like a popular beer. It's still crap. It has been crap for 35 to 40 years. It got kind of uh, hipster for a while, like kind of like it was a little hip. Exactly. I, I blame the hipsters. No, no, the hipsters, no. You want to go to a I'm bar? Sorry. I want to pay no. like, like three it bucks for a never, Yeah. No, it was never hipster. <laughs> it was never. It, it's been crap forever. I don't, I don't understand how anyone buys that, pays money for it. It's been <laughs> shit forever. <laughs> Emma. Emma. Steve, they say I, I agree with you. Just because yeah. hipsters like something doesn't mean it's good. So I'm you're completely exactly. right. Says the hipster. Yeah, but you know, he's he's right. It's, Look at the shirt he's wearing. He says he's not a hipster. Get real, Kevin. <laughs> I never said I wasn't a hipster. I said hipsters don't always have good taste. That's, well, all right. Then you know what? You've convinced me. Okay, you got to cut me off again? <laughs> Steve, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. At any rate... Oh, uh, this is a tough one. Um, I can't vote for any of uh, I, I guess I'll go with Paps. Nope. But Keystone. Oh, Keystone. Uh, he said Paps. Don't, don't, just don't change his vote. <laughs> How do you just have a rant on Paps and go with Paps? Maybe, no, I was, maybe I was, he hates Keystone that much. Was, I, was, I, was, I was shut off like five times. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Rapid fire here, folks. No I, I feel like think. Brian. I feel like Brian advocating for Band of Brothers. I'm just <laughs> I'm so frustrated. 
All right, let's get this guy off the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be saying goodnight to Steven in just a moment. No. All right, so let's go to the person we just mentioned, Brian. What's your opinion on this matchup? Both are decent, shitty beers. Mm -hmm. But this is Independence Day. This is the 4th of July we're talking about. Goddamn right. I'm going going with the goddamn red, white, and blue can. Let's go. Pat's Blue Ribbon. USA. All right, so that's one for Keystone, one for Paps, one-on-one. Let's go to myself. So, uh, Matt, before you speak, I would like to say, ahead. if you vote against Paps, you're voting against America. Go Ryan, on. this was this was an extremely easy one. PBR is miles ahead of Keystone. First of all, the tall boy PBR can is a goddamn icon. I disagree with all of these claims. A PBR is a bad, light domestic beer. I think it's got a nice kind of light, little crisp taste. It's probably my favorite on the domestic side. I've said it before. So PBR will move ahead for me, not a contest. So that's 2-1. Let's go to Casey. So this is easy. Okay. Some recent information just uh, was passed along to me. Ooh. Keystone is actually part of the Molson Coors Brewing Company <laughs> located here in Golden, Colorado. So Keystone's going to win this one because <laughs> Pastor Ruben is complete fucking shit. And the fact that they won their ribbon in 1893 – and everyone thinks they're still good, blows my mind. Blows my mind. So, Keystone, let's move you on. You got a great uh, ski resort here in Colorado. You're owned by a great company. Let's go. Maybe at some point, Casey will base his decisions on the taste of the beer, not whether they're owned by Molson Coors. Hmm. So a couple things here. First, Casey, you're a communist. (laughs) Second, how do we get like half the bracket being owned by Molson Coors? Who put the spray? Because they own everything. (laughs) What if I really think about this? Everything (laughs) is either owned by Molson Coors or Anheuser Busch. Think about it. Right. So, like, like Natty Natty Light was Anheuser Busch owned. Like, that's how it works. Come on. What if I told you a couple conglomerates controlled most of the domestic beer industry? (laughs) (laughs) What? Impossible. Who knew? Also, just because it's a red, white, and blue can does not make it American by any means. Americans would be. Wow. Wow. Americans would be Says you guys think this is good beer. That's what Americans hang on, think. Hang on, Casey, Casey, Coors Light has a red, white, and blue can. Would you really defend Coors Light? It's actually silver, right? It's like silver. The silver bullet. Come on, Kevin, get your shit together. Wait, silver bullets? Are we talking about Ohio State's defense? All right, let's get into football, boys. Woo! No, we're talking about good teams here, not a bunch of idiots. Oh, wow. Shade being thrown. So with that... 2-2, PBR and Keystone tied. Let's go to Kevin. PBR. Well, PBR is the only remaining full-bodied beer here, apparently, because everything else is, a quote, light beer. It's shades of gray. It's hard to distinguish. But PBR actually has more flavors, so PBR. I think I see Jack priming uh, the deal breakers, so I have a feeling what his answer might be. Jack, go ahead. Keystone 3-2. tiebreaker. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Had a feeling that was coming. All right, so we've run into another wall. Three against three. Let's go for the deal breaker round. Paps Blue Ribbon against Keystone Light. Uh, it's been determined that PBR will win this one. Woo! That's right. We got among the family ranks. Shout out, to the, shout out to the deal breakers for their excellent taste. PBR, again, the winner of a Blue Ribbon. I don't know. Thank God that story. whole family isn't full of communists. <laughs> 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 the red, this podcast is turning into the red scare. All right. So, hey, settle down, easy company. <laughs> First of all, Ben Brothers is, 
<laughs> Steve, you have to remember, he went to Ohio State. So I don't think he fully understands what a communist is. They didn't really teach yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that, Lieutenant White. Just calm down, brother. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, this is running a bit long. <laughs> okay, so that brings us into the final round of the domestic bracket. We have Pabst Blue Ribbon against Miller Lite. I'm actually pleased with this because these are probably my two favorite beers in this bracket. So, boys. Take a sip and let's get to the voting. This is a tough one for me because I like both of these. Yeah, I don't have to have, I don't have to taste these. I know it's going to win. That's bias. Same. Really? You're going to accuse me of bias after Mr. Colorado there Done. gave that oh, debacle of a speech in the Casey's last round? Casey's been brutal. His votes are so meaningless. It's just, which one's, which one's the Colorado company? That one. Is it 830 yet? Come on. <laughs> what can Casey leave so we get real votes? Got him. Great. I'll go first. Miller. Bye. <laughs> I'll go next second Miller <laughs> we might as well just put Miller through because Jack and both Steve are going to do it and so PBR's Matt and Brian so. you're, you don't matter so let's just move on to the imports yeah. PBR's not winning here alright so we are moving out of the final round Miller Lite against Paps Blue Ribbon let's go host by host let's start with Casey Miller Lite for Paps Blue Ribbon Miller oh shocker Kevin go ahead Miller oh shocker Brian go ahead so this is interesting because I thought Yingling was going to leave the first round and they, they got taken down by Paps. Mm. Both solid beers we got here. Mm-hmm. I use that term loosely, obviously. But at this point, it's going to come down to a story. Ooh. oh <laughs> Oh, no. So back in college one night, I was just having fun. Me and some of the boys were playing beer pong, drinking Miller Lights. Great time. Then I got locked out of the house. I was not pleased. So I may or may not have broken through a window, went up, shouldered through somebody's door, <laughs> threw, threw a plant on him, came downstairs, busted open another guy's door, grabbed him by one hand. I actually had a claw hammer in my other hand because I was going to go upstairs and fix the door from the guys who I knocked open. Grabbed him with my bare hand, grabbed a guy by the face, like choke slam and then punched him in the face. Ever since then, I could never vote for Miller to win anything, so I'm going with that. <laughs> Some real, some real dark depth of that one. Ouch. All right. So that's PBR one, Miller Lite two. Let's go to Jack. Miller Lite. And Steve? Uh, let me ask Brian a question. Are you seeing a team of psychiatrists? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right I, feel like, I feel like I do very good self-therapy. Yeah. 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 You know, just just having met you, Brian, you scare me. <laughs> that being said, eyes. that being said, I'm going to go with um, Kevin's choice, Miller Lite. Oh, Kevin's choice. All right. And that'll leave it to me. We have a four Miller Lite lead, but I will say pass Blue Ribbon. I will admit, I gave, I give both of them a good shot. It's pretty close. I just think the Paps is a little smoother. I think that's – I feel like taste-wise, they're kind of right on par. I, I think the Paps goes down a little bit easier in a Miller. It's very close. I like both of these in this bracket. I'm actually kind of pleased PBR even made it this far. So, Miller Lite will be moving on to the finals and is the winner of the domestic half of the bracket, which will bring us to the imports. And with the domestic bracket completed, we conclude our first half of the Big Beer Bracket. We decided to split this episode in half due to the length with the next half and the exciting conclusion coming next week. Will Miller take the crown or does a mysterious challenger approach? 
find out next time. And as always, thanks for listening. Stay frosty out there. Mm-hmm.